There we go. Michael, the mind mechanic, just came out. out, out. His twin brother here was talking just a second ago. <laughs> just told everybody before I got recording. Anyways, welcome to Mind Tune of Time. Um, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. so far. Haven't, haven't skipped a beat uh, overall here. 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can go to mindtuneoftimelive.com and you can register for the Zooms. Uh, and you can also go there and, and get in and the, the streams into the Facebook group. And then every, by usually end of day Thursday, we have the replays up for this as well. And uh, you can check on the Facebook, you can check on uh, podcast you can check on YouTube and they've got great show notes below as well. So you can see what happened on every, uh, on every session. So um, today I'm going to talk a, a little bit about, um, been watching these just different musicians recently and i was talking about that i recently watched a documentary with the uh with the jonas brothers and you know it's 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 really fascinating me i think whether it's musicians i've been seeing some things on uh, different entertainers and there is just an extreme dedication to what it is that they do um, I mean, at one point in time with these, and I mean, call it child labor, I don't know, it's all whatever you want, but I think they were, you know, 12 to 16, somewhere in that age. I don't think they were much younger than that. I don't think they were much older than that either. Um, but you know, they, their, their parents, uh, dad was a pastor and, uh, played the piano and played instruments. And these kids were just playing music and loved playing music from a young age. And, uh, I can't remember a little unclear today. Uh, but there was this aspect where, um, uh, they ended up getting picked up by Sony and they were playing and practicing, you know, uh, 12 hours a day, six days a week. And I think that this is where we all got to get clear on what do we really want, you know, because you know, I think at, at times, not that everybody's trying to achieve fame but i think that the people that we see at the highest level what's fascinating i mean they they do work harder than almost anybody and um but the theme i see again and again i, I think i wrote it down here in my notes is that i think that there's a big difference between um working hard you know i think it was simon sinek said that you know when you're working hard on something you don't like, it's stress. When you work hard on something that you love, it's joy or something, some version of that. And the Jonas Brothers broke up about a decade ago and got back together a few years ago. And um, Joe Jonas said, when you're really enjoying yourself and having fun, it really resonates. And in the, in the documentary part where they got back together and then they toured again, you could just see the joy and the fun. Uh, in the beginning of their career, you could see the joy and the fun. And when they broke up, they recognized they weren't having fun anymore. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, I bring it up all the time. And I think that there is, um, you know, there's people out there that you're going to hear say, you know, uh, suck it up, buttercup, you know, keep your mouth shut. You just got to learn it. You got to do it. Um, and I'm just a firm believer that there are going to be things. Yes. 
that we may not enjoy, but to the degree that you are having success in the thing that you're doing, um, you've got to be having fun. And if you're not generating money, you've got to look at the value that you see yourself through the lens of what it is that you're doing. Uh, hello. Hello, Luigi. Um, because do you value you and what you do? Um, or do you not? Because I think that at times we, we can be having fun, but we don't value what we do. See, what I think that's interesting is some people fall into circumstances and situations. Well, I, I think that's the thing that I, I, I should bring up as well. When you look at even stories from comedians and actors and musicians, a lot of these people there, I was just watching a thing, um, uh, I'm blanking out on his name, but Hawkeye, the actor Hawkeye. And, um, you know, there's so many of these people Oh, I've been watching Hot Ones. I don't know if anybody's seen that uh, show where they eat the hot wings, uh, but Hot Ones. And there's so many of these people not only having fun, but they're not at times generating any money for a long time. I mean, especially in the fields of entertainment, um, it's one of the most difficult fields to earn a living doing. And the the, the reason that they persevere is because Yes, they're having fun, um, but they don't need much. You know, you, you hear these stories of them and they're just, I mean, they're living on almost nothing. And some people have, I mean, the, the Jonas Brothers, though, didn't immediately have success. They weren't hardly making, they were actually, when they were bought up, um, or bought up when they were uh, taken over by the uh, Sony, then they were dropped. And then they went on tour and it was all out of their own pocket. And uh, it was, they were, you know, a little bus and it, it just, it wasn't, they weren't making much money. And so, you know, I think that we take for granted that we can see people who have a lot of success at, you know, at a young age, but then there's other people who are still not having a lot of success for a long time. Uh, I think I've brought this story up before, but I want to bring it up again. But um, you know, the Susie Batiste story of Poopery, you know, and this lady was bankrupt twice by 40, divorced twice by 40, and had given up uh, on business. Um, but she is always talking about how she was pursuing money. And that was it. Everything was chasing the shiny object and chasing the money. And uh, then she just kind of gave up on it. And then her brother, two, three years later, said, could we trap poop odor in a toilet? And she just got what she calls chills or goosebumps. And um, then she spent the next nine months just experimenting. That was it. It wasn't, this is a business. This is going to be some amazing thing. Um, and then she would ask people, are you going number one or number two? And they thought she was crazy. And then finally, somebody said, can we buy this from you? Um, but it's amazing the amount of people that I'm, I'm, I'm finding and the stories that I'm finding of the, not that they're not putting in hours and effort. I think that there's, there's kind of, it's something that I've been, uh, I haven't brought this up. This actually be the first time I'm bringing it up. Something that I find to be fascinating is there's kind of um, a few camps out there. There's the, 
you know, hustle and grind and sleep when you're dead. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Just do it. Uh, then there can be what I'm saying, which is love what you do. And you can still hustle and grind and sleep when you're dead. And that's, that's, that's another version. It's like having fun, but you're still going nonstop. And then there's the polar opposite. Now it kind of comes from two camps of people, which is you don't have to work as hard. And I think it depends on what you're trying to do and the speed at which you're trying to do it. Because I think that what's interesting is the other camp of the like kumbaya in your basement. Uh, now I'm not, I'm not in that camp, but the aspect of, uh, you know, work way less, you know, all this kind of stuff, because I, I, I what I'm finding though, is that's coming from the camp of people you know, they say, oh, you don't have to do that to succeed. Well, most of the people that I find who are succeeding and or, uh, who are saying that have succeeded through bleed your eyes out, sleep when you're dead. It burned a whole bunch of relationships. They're unhappy. They're dissatisfied with that. Then they turn around and say, you don't have to bleed your eyes out and sleep when you're dead. Uh, and so I, I think what's fascinating is for people out there who haven't had a lot of success yet, is for me to, I'm looking for now more of those stories of people who um, I believe it just takes longer. I can't speak for, for myself, except for the fact that I know that the path that I've taken that hasn't been as intense as my first run around in business with video production, because I, I did do the, the nonstop go, go, go. Right. And, um, and I was that way for a very long time. And I'd say my coaching career in the last three years, though, hasn't been that way. But I do believe that it has also, it can take a little longer. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about attraction marketing and things, but I, I, I think that people can misconstrue, uh, you know, effort and hard work and, the fact that there's people out there who are saying, you, you know, a lot, especially in the law of attraction space, you know, I still believe that there's inspired action. There's action that needs to be taken um, for a person to have a reaction to something, something you have to, if I want text messages, all I got to do is send text messages, right? But if I don't want to receive text messages, then I don't need to send any. Because then it's likelihood I'm not going to, or if they're, or, or, or if they're coming to me, don't respond back to them, right? And that usually stops them. So if you want something, you typically give something, and then you receive something back. Um, so, anywho, I want to take some questions from from all of you. Uh, I know I'm not quite as sharp yet uh, today. For any of you coming in here a little later. Uh, I've been under the weather for a number of days now, and I really wanted to get on here today. I felt like I could, uh, I felt like I could do it and get on here, but um, definitely not at my A game yet. But I want to see if there's any questions anybody has on here today uh, that I could help out with. Um, I think that would be good. Thank you, Double and Michael. <laughs> Questions, questions, questions. Questions, questions, questions. Who's on here? Who's got a question? I appreciate you all so much. You're freaking awesome, rock stars. 
for being on here. Who's new? Looks like there's maybe one, maybe just one. Fernando. Typing in a question. What's on your mind? Y'all don't see me like this too often, huh? <laughs> Y'all don't see me like this too often. Thank, thank God, no. Uh, thank God, no. Uh, Carolyn, could you elaborate on that a little bit more for me? Get a little bit more specific there. Carolyn's saying, what's the best way to do business next year or avoid? Um, you know, I think that's, it's one, it's always specific to what, to what you're doing. Um, definitely would need a little extra <clears throat> context there. So you say same way or change to what everyone else says. Well, what do you mean by that? What is the same way and what is everyone else saying? You know, I'm, look, there's things that are out there that people say. I, I, I don't want to ever come across that people don't give good advice. Uh, I, I know sometimes I say things and, and depending on what people interpret or how they interpret what I say, it's as if I, I don't think that you should listen to anyone and I'm, I don't know that you think that you should only listen to me. I'm not saying any of that. Um, all I'm ever saying is have a higher level of discernment for what's right for you versus wrong for you and you alone. That is it. Um, because I think that uh, there's a lot, there's enormous amounts of phenomenal advice out there. Um, but sometimes, you know, we're, we're gaining advice from someone whom, um, you know, I, I have, I have a number of people right now that I recognize that I'm learning from them and I, I enjoy what they have to say. There's a lot of it that it really resonates and I enjoy. And then there's a whole bunch of it that I know is not for me, but the reason I listen to them is because I coach people like the particular person I'm learning from. And so even though there's a bunch of the stuff I personally won't do anything with, um, I can use that stuff when I'm coaching certain types of people. So I learn from a variety of people and discern what's right for me. Like this, I'll go, okay, this person is wired, nothing like me. So therefore, a lot of the advice that they're giving, it just, 
it doesn't it doesn't sit with me in the way I'm going to build things. Um, you know, there's there's a number of people which which is one thing that comes up. Productize your business, and I get 100% where they're coming from when they mean productize your business. And I think that there are businesses and there are people where that is a perfect fit and that is the right thing to do. Uh, but then there are people who, you know, I think that there's lots of things out there. Do you think that major actors or musicians, they're, they're productize? I mean, they are, you know, a movie is a product, if you will. It, it, it's a it's a consumable. It's an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever. Right? Music, two, three, four minutes, songs, fifteen. Right? There is a is a productization, if you will, about it. But I would assert that their creation of that product is not necessarily systemized in the sense that they're like churning it out like a machine. There's still each person has their own creative process and i think that that's what we've got to find and so some people uh are productizing it where it removes the creativity because they want to scale and leverage there's all sorts of different types of businesses out there and and so some people you can hear when they talk what they're saying how they're saying it if it's unbeknownst to you it can sound well that's logical right a lot of the marketing out there around passive income and selling courses and selling programs and selling these things. It, it's not one size fits all. Not every business person or business fits into those models. Uh, you know, not everybody is meant to be a teacher. Some people are, but there's some people, let's say I've seen photographers. There's people who are photographers who are great photographers and they're great teachers. And so therefore, they can be great in the business of, of photography, and they can be great in the business of teaching photography. They can be both. And then there are some people who are actually better at teaching photography than they are in being a photographer. And then vice versa. There are people who are better at being a photographer than they are being a teacher of photography. And to the degree that you recognize where you sit there, will be to the degree that you can focus on a business model that serves you best. See, sometimes there's people who are better being a photographer, and this is whatever your thing is, these categories would fit overall. If you're better at being a photographer and you love photography and you know you don't like teaching, then don't allow someone to make you believe that you'd make a better living if you were teaching it or if you were selling a course about it or that it'd be more scalable or leverageable. Because what I keep saying over and over again is the most potential is not in what others tell you is the most potential. What's in the most potential is what you will be committed to the most and what you actually want to do. Because if you don't want to do it, it has very little potential for you. It doesn't mean it doesn't have potential. It just doesn't have as much potential for you. And so some of us are floundering around work, attempting to work on things that it's been years of very little to no progress. And we're not having fun when there could be something else where we'd make much faster progress. So um, let me pull this up here now. So 
Okay. So Fernando says, how to focus your mind into the long game when you have to deal with client problems. So, you know, I think you've got to look at, well, how many client problems are you having? Any of you, if you're in a service-based business and you are having client problems, what are these client problems? You know, to what degree are you having client problems? Um, are you having client problems on every project? Does it does it feel that way? Does every single project you seem to be getting involved in having problems? Um, then there's probably something deeper to look at because, you know, I can genuinely say, let me scroll down here for a second. Um, yeah, define client problems on a one to 10. Because, you know, man, anybody else on here, when I... When I did get clear on who, who, how I shot, what, you know, my, my way decision, here's who I am. Here's how I do it. Here's what I do. Here's what I shoot. And, you know, I, I, I had this, this clarity. Um, and I, I love that all, all client problems are opportunities for great customer service, you know, I, and I, I just think that it's like, but to what degree are you having problems? Because when I look at 2006 through 2000, like 11, I probably had the majority of my client problems if our client difficulties like at higher levels. From 2012 to 2020, I, it, it was really very minimal. I, and I, I think that I, I got a lot better at setting expectations. I got a lot better at, you know, setting and managing expectations. Um, then I was very clear on what I was doing. Um, so, I didn't have that much. It's like if I did 10 different projects, um, you know, maybe we'd have one or two issues out of that. I mean, I, I got to a point where 70% of the projects I delivered, we'd deliver the first edit. Like we'd submit it and they would use it. The next 20%, so to 90%, maybe we'd do two or three updates. And then there was five or 10% of people that we add issues with. Uh, but those issues weren't, you know, dramatic. Um, but I remember when I was less confrontational, less at, good at communication, um, conversation, setting expectations, um, you know, and all that, I ran into a lot more, you know, problems and challenges. And, and I think that's because, um, you know, people assume things all the time. So, you know, I, I, I've dealt with a lot of creatives where, um, you know, the reality is, especially, you know, in the realm of video, somebody comes in and, and is supposed to do X and client starts having them do Y, Z, A, B, C, E, F, G, and they're all upset about it. And I find that, and, and, and they're saying that, you know, the person's taking advantage of them or this or that. And I find that if they would just speak up, be willing to speak up, most of the time, the people are not most of the time, they're not trying to take advantage of you. They don't even know what they were supposed to get or not get. And so they're just excited or whatever. And they're trying to, you know, throw things out there. And if you said, hey, you know, and that's why it's important. I'm not necessarily saying you have to have contracts, um, but having something somewhere that you can point at to go, this is what we agreed upon. These are the deliverables. And when I would shoot, you know, 
I'd say use and abuse me. I'd shoot whatever while I was on site. But then if, if I was only supposed to, do, you know, shoot for three days and they want me there for four or five, that'd be extra. But if they want me there for three days and I'm making one video and they ask me to, you know, shoot enough to make 10 videos, I'll shoot it. But if they want the other nine edited, it's going to cost, uh, it's going to cost extra. Uh, but a lot of people will just keep their mouth shut and they'll, they'll do it or they'll complain about it, uh, but they won't complain, you know, and they shouldn't even complain to the client. It's just simply saying, Hey, this isn't what we agreed upon. I'm happy to do it. You know, be a joy to work with. That is one of the biggest things. Now, sometimes, sometimes you are just dealing with a person that it doesn't matter how you act or what you say or what you do. They are a problem. That is fact. That is fact. I had a buddy who had one who was an, an absolute nightmare, um, but they were definitely the problem because even I talked to the person once and everything they described, it's like, well, you're the only person that's going from all these different scenarios and nobody else has had any problems with these people, only you. And so, you know, I think that people forget if, if, if you're going about your day and you go to the grocery store and you go to the gas station and you go to Target and you go to four other places and everywhere you go, you run into people who drive you crazy. Like, and they're all different people at all different locations. It just might be that you're the one that's having the issues, right? And so, um, yeah, it's just one of those things we got to look at. So, um, I, you know, I think that you've just got to look at to what degree are you having it regularly versus every once in a while, because things are going to pop up you deal with it. I like to be a joy and easy to deal with. That's just, that's always been my mode of operandus. Be a joy and easy to deal with. Um, I think it's why I heard your breath of fresh air a lot because there's a lot of people that what they're doing is, is they're not taking on projects that they love and they, they, they find great joy in. So they're complaining. So when they would work with somebody like me, they would be like, wow, because I, I loved what I did and I didn't take it on if I didn't love it. So let's see here. Luigi, you still on here, my friend? Okay, great. I've been uh, from FTF and been struggling with being able to start building my video business. I'm grateful for my full-time job, which I don't like, but it keeps the bills paid and allows me to support my family. However, with a three-year-old, not only money, but time is pretty much non-existent. I'm, I'm, I've been stuck for a while now and staying positive and believe that this will change has been harder lately, even for an NFP like me. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for coming on here. Um, would you, uh, I think I'm up for it. Feeling all right. Luigi, would you like to turn on your camera? Can you do that today? I love, I love a new person. Awesome. Okay, good. Let's do that right now. If you're up for it. Hold on, you're muted. One second. There we go. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Good, good. Fantastic. Well, thanks for being on here today. Yeah, you bet. My hey, pleasure. So, 
Good. So, um, sorry, I'm a little under the weather still today, but, uh, (laughs) I'm doing all right. I'm doing better. So, um, so tell me a little bit about the situation, man, how long you've been trying to do video and, and what's, you know, what's going on? Well, okay. I joined the, uh, full-time filmmaker like a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and even though I couldn't afford the camera right away, um, because of builds and stuff, um i've been trying to do that uh for myself like with passion projects and things of that nature um but um again as soon as i joined pretty much my daughter was a year old and uh you know i was busier with diapers than than video and mm-hmm. and then yeah now she's three she keeps growing it's awesome um i've been changing in a couple of jobs over the past three years because of covid yeah. Uh, so it's always like uh, a job that it's mainly for um, paying the bills and sure. uh, not for, you know, passion by all sure. means. Yeah. Um, so uh, the good news is that I was able to uh, save up some money and get a drone and now get a camera that is coming possibly in the next few weeks. So that's good news and an actual Great. camera um so that got me pumped and so but yeah so the, the basically the issue is that which i think it's many other people yeah which is you gotta pay the bills and you know you can't just say well you know i'll take six months off and and try this thing i can't do it <laughs> I, I i think it's what's interesting is what we were i was just talking about here and this is a good it's a good um it's a different way to look at what I was saying earlier, which is the aspect of how much time one can put in. And so, you know, the bottom line right now is you don't have tons of time to put in, but you, 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 at some point in time, if you want it to happen, see, I, I, uh, I think it's a good segue to bring up this again. You know, when I realized for a while, when I was like, doing all my inspirational content and whatever. I finally, when I, in 2016, um, I almost went bankrupt in 2016 and it was turning 30, getting married. And, uh, you know, I realized that. so I stopped trying to make any money doing what I'm doing right now. Nothing. I, I stopped it all entirely. And I was making some money. I even had thousand or so something dollars a month coming in. And I, I just, canceled all the subscription things and focused a hundred percent back on my video production. I'm like, I got to take care of my wife. I'm making a choice to get married and this whole other thing just isn't working. And then one of the realizations I came to was that that mindset that I had was still like a 19 year old kid that lived in his parents' basement that was like, anything is possible. You can do it. And, <laughs> and, and what I realized is that, you know, even though of course at that stage I was, almost 30. I wasn't living in my parents' basement for a decade and all that. But like, I hadn't, I hadn't experienced until that time, really a down. My business had, for all intents and purposes, I mean, it gone down a little bit, but overall from 2008 through 2012, it had gone up. And then it went down a little bit over the next few years, but then 2016 was just a mess in so many ways. Um, and my focus was all over the place. Uh, I was just sabotaging everything and, and getting into me more debt. Um, but then I realized, okay, well, you no longer though are telling people anything is possible from 
Because I mean, when I lived in my parents' basement, I didn't have any bills, man. You know, I mean, I, I didn't have any bills. I didn't have any girlfriend. Yeah. I wasn't married. No responsibility. I needed 500 bucks a month. Me and my, my two buddies could go out for a week and make a grand and we'd be like, oh my God, this is a great. You know what I mean? And and then and then when I realized that the dream, the new dream that I had of making my living, so everybody's dreams different right now. Your dream is to to do video, right? And and, and to make a living with your camera and, and your drone and, and do that. And and mine, I did that for, for a long time. And so I'm never here to tell people they shouldn't. That's my dream is always to help people do their dream. And so this is something that I had ended up dreaming about for a while. And then I put it on hold for a couple of years and went back and focused on video production. Um, but now where I can come full circle is, you know, I couldn't handle it anymore around the end of 2018. Like I, I was, I was making all my money from video again, just like maybe you have your job, whatever anybody's doing, they have their thing that they're like, eh, it pays the bills. Like that's what video became for me. It's like, well, I mean, it, it's paying the bills. It takes care of my family, which is very important to me. I've made a choice to get married. You've made a choice to, to get married and have a kid. And so by proxy, you're going to have different decisions than, you know, a 22 year old who's single, who, who can, you know, do whatever they want. Um, and so for me, Though, even though my income skyrocketed in 2017 and 2018 again with the focus I had towards my sweet spot in video, I just couldn't handle it. So 2019 rolled around, my income went backwards again. And I, it wasn't because uh, it went backwards because video and the world there, you know, wasn't as good. It's like I had to make a conscious choice to start saying no at certain times so that I could have some more space again to throw back in the new thing, which was back to me doing what I'm doing now. And so I think that, you know, uh, you know, there's a question in here about vision for future. And, and when you're dealing with clients now, or when you're dealing with, I've got a kid, I've got a wife, I've got bills to pay. Um, they're not, none of that's going to go away. And the bills won't go away. Like if you don't make a conscious choice, doesn't mean, quit your job and just go, I'm going to jump all in and see what happens. But at some point in time, there will have to be quote unquote, a sacrifice somewhere, somehow at some point in time on a weekend in the evening, one day, like one day a week, five days a week, whatever it is. Um, you know, and I think there's seasons you, 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 you know, I had that season for a couple of years that even though I a hundred percent knew what I wanted to do, and I had made some money doing it. It wasn't that I hadn't made any money doing it. It wasn't that I hadn't done it at all. It's just that it wasn't working yet. And so I had to step away for those couple of years uh, and, 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 and kind of reframe and relearn and, and grow and, and dig deep. Um, but do you feel that you're ready now? Like you, your daughter is just three years old. Like, do you feel that you could find some more time in your week? Because it's how important is it to you? You know? Um, yeah, I could. Uh, it's just not that easy. Like, honestly, like I try waking up in the morning early, but you know, sometimes there she is. Uh, uh, sometimes or, there's what? Or, oh, sometimes, you know, like if I wake up in the morning, uh, maybe I, I, I start reading or I start doing some editing. The, the problem that I'm having the most is actually with the shooting. Okay. Cause, cause I mean, really, logistically, the time that I have, unless I just close the computer and go during working hours, which I don't want to do, uh, it, it's always night. Yeah. So 
I mean, what am I going to shoot at night? Yeah. And uh, again, I'm not. So let's really look at into, this for a second. Yeah. How much do you do you like editing? Editing? I, I don't even know. I don't even know anything about it. I, really, I just started. No, I, I just started looking at Da Vinci and some stuff, uh, which seems much more, uh, much simpler than an Adobe or yeah. these type of programs. Um, but ultimately, it's not really my my goal. Like, you want to be a shooter? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard some of your, um, you know, podcasts, and I'm more like, yeah, totally. Like, I'm not, I'm not that guy. Yeah, here and good. there, maybe. Well, it's good to know that. um, So, so, so see, that's the thing. So what you may have to think about then, I mean, I think that that's just like, to me, it's like, I knew I can't not do this. Like that's the bottom line. And so, you know, I, I, you know, I do believe in that kind of cliche. If there's a will, there's a way, like if, if, if your desire is to shoot, then, then you need to look for jobs or opportunities in the sense of what can pay your bills that gives you some free time during the week. Uh, and then, and, or, you know, it's evenings, the evenings pay the bills. Right. And then, then that's just that thing. And so it's, 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 I just think that it's, it's how bad do you want it? And then what, what little shifts or sacrifices, because here's what I think when I hear these things at times, especially when I went through what I went through and, and, and whatnot, like, we're not the only people. And you said that we're not the only ones, but the thing is we're not the only ones and we're not the only ones who have, who have figured that out, who had to go Mm -hmm. through a period of time that was less than ideal. Like even still right now, I mean, my income with coaching has continued to rise, but my income with coaching is not where it, 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 it got to in video. And it's because I, I just haven't got there yet. And I use that keyword yet, but I, I was willing to make less to do this because this is, this is more important to me than continuing to do that. Um, And so I think in the, in the interim, and and you've just got to look at where you're at skills wise. I mean, that's always a challenge. I think in and of itself, like right now you're likely to not be making much money with it because you're not. and, And what would be a dream scenario right now? Would it be to get hired by another company just to shoot? Um, not really. I mean, it, it could be an option. I looked into it actually, uh, in my area just to, you know, get my foot in the door and get some practice on somebody so what, what, else's What payroll. type of business then do you see yourself having? Um, I would be like, as far as, um, as far as passion for video, I love like the documentary style. Uh, like I'm not interested in weddings. I'm not interested sure. in, you know, this type of, you know, real estate. Although again, uh, if it pays the bills, yes, of course. But again, yeah, but you already I got a job. You don't like it. Right. Right. I don't want to, I, I don't want to go all in in something that I don't like that. It's kind of close to what I can do. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It just, I think like, again, it's not really video per se, like real estate homes or that type of thing i'm more interested in like video production uh like filmmaking uh i I call it the real filmmaking not because the other one is fake but you know what i mean like it's not commercial uh job in that sense so i think what you have to get with me even and even on yourself is clear like you say that but that's still when i hear it it's so broad Mm -hmm. so vague i mean there's so many options and things that you could do when you just say, 
filmmaking, you know, or even the documentary, like what type of, cause I, I got to see what's your activity, right? Because there's, there's shooting, but it's like, so if you're going to get something that you're going to shoot, you're going to hire people to edit then. Is that the goal? Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yes. Uh, I don't think that at the beginning, just because of the skill level. So, uh, I would have to actually learn a little bit myself first in order mm -hmm. to be able to judge, I think, if somebody is doing a good job or not. Mm -hmm. I do have all these visions in my head, but, you know, yeah. they, they don't turn out quite <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the editing system. They don't turn out that way. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, in my head, yes, um, totally. Uh, I don't want to do editing um, at all if I can't. But the goal would be to get what what's an ideal type of project? If one could come into your lap right now, what's an ideal type of project? Um, an ideal type of project. Uh, well, uh, here's an example. Um, there is this guy that is now the, the shooter for Will Smith, right? Okay. And he was just a simple, you know, uh, video editor, filmmaker from Toronto. He sent out an email. And then four months later, I don't know if it was the right time, whatever it is, right? But he got into, his foot into that door. And now, you know, he's been shooting uh, videos for Will Smith, which opened up a bunch of doors, kind of like what happened to you with, you know, yeah. Tim Ferriss and, uh -huh. and so forth. So ideally, I would love to get into that type of um, uh, filmmaking as well. So that so you would document, yeah, document situations like events like that okay. or um somebody like that um so that type that type of filmmaking like yeah, inspirational so i don't know much about this guy but i know that i can speak for the fact that by the time i did that with tim ferris i was you know thousands of videos into my career and you know six six years in so i think that and, and so there's twofold for you. One, it's we've got to get you just shooting things somehow, some way like that skills got to be built. Number right. two, like even if the skill was built today and you were incredible at it, uh, I mean, maybe you'd be making more money at it and everything else would be having a different conversation. But it's like that also comes with its set of of things like that guy's not hanging out with his wife every day. Do you work from home right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's the other flip side when I, when I hear those things, right? Like there's that aspect that you just mentioned an entire scenario that involves a lifestyle that isn't, isn't an at home, you know, I mean, I traveled six to seven months out of the year at the peak of my career, you know, making a living with that type of stuff, you know, I was gone a lot. Um, and, and so, you know, I think that's the thing that you have to ask yourself with your family, you know, it's where's, where's your wife sit with that? You know, how, how do you sit being away? Like there's those right. aspects. That's where some of that sacrifice right now here and there, where, you know, maybe you have to do something that works on the evening. You don't see them in the evening. So you have some time during the day. Like you're just, what's that transition period? What's that stuff that you're willing to do so that you can start getting some shooting during the day and you can start putting in really it's the putting in the reps, you know, mm -hmm. that's the most important thing, because right now, if you have things that pay the bills, then it's like, I mean, my Tim Ferriss thing was free. The first Tony Robbins video we did was free. I mean, there's those things where it's like there are things happening where you could at least get the reps in, 
you know, but, but then it's also right now because the skills like I did, even though I didn't like editing, there was an aspect. I saw the skill of editing. I had still practiced that because right now, you know, I would guess I could be wrong. It's 50, 50, and especially in the Will Smith scenario, but like, and Fernando is on here may, may know this answer. Cause I know he knew, I guess who the guy was or something, but like, um, you know, knowing how to edit, you know, or being able to delegate that because yeah, if totally. you go right now and, and you were to go do a free event and shoot something so you can get that rep in for that skill, then what happens with it after the fact, right? Then it's a matter of you either be able to delegate that to somebody to put that footage together or, or you get in the reps of learning that. So right now it, it seems like more than anything though, there's a, there's a skills problem. Like you just, you've got it. You've gotten to separate the dream that you've had for a number of years. And then you had the kid and, and all of that, but you, you're just now getting the drone and getting the camera. And you're just now looking into the editing software. So I, I mean, the best thing you can do right now is just get in those reps. There's not a lot of other, I mean, is there, right. is there a question you would have outside of that for me that you would want to ask? Oh, no, I would just, I just wanted to share it with you, Michael. Yeah. That's it. No, but, I appreciate you it. You know, we're from the same group and yeah, uh, man. Uh, it wasn't really a question. It was more like, you know, openly share, uh, yeah. you know, with the people on this call and, you know, the listeners, because I know that, you know, it might help somebody. I know, I appreciate it helps it. me when I listen to something else. So good. I appreciate it, man. No, I, I, I think that that's really, that's a, it's a beautiful place that you're at, but I think if you can set your expectation that you're, that, that is where you're at. I know that there's the vision of where you could be, but to the degree and the speed that which that happens will be to the degree and speed at which you start practicing and getting in the reps and, and getting the things in. And, and right now, you may be limited because of your current circumstances, situations, but uh, you got to put in what you can. And, and then potentially, like I said, look for ways to where, because uh, like I said, in, in, in 2019, you know, I started saying no to more jobs and I also either know or I, I was hiring them out. I didn't go and I made less money because I'm like, I need this time. Like I am, I'm committed 100% to making my living doing what I'm doing right now. Like there is no ands, ifs, buts, or questions about it. And like, I think that to the fact that I have this now is to the level of intensity of commitment to that being a, you know, being a reality and being a fact. And, and that thing I brought up before, focusing on what you want versus what you don't want. Because what I focused on for many years was I don't want to travel anymore. I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to do video and I got more travel. I got more video and I got more debt. So you don't want to be just constantly focused on that. You have a job and you never have time to film. You have no time to edit. Like it's, it's a matter of I'm committed and I'm focused on editing and shooting and, and getting out there and getting the projects and doing the things to whatever capacity I, I can find time right now. And I think that, um, you know, it's just conversations you have to have with your wife because, you know, you'll have to you'll have to find that time. It, it, it exists because I find that we make time for what's important. You know, I know I've at times wasted plenty of time where I just if I don't know what I'm doing, I can kind of flounder around in circles. And then oh, totally. all I got to do is go look at my screen time on my phone, man. That'll tell you where you're wasting your time, because yeah. I can tell you I've had some time where that sucker's gotten up to, you know, six oh, hours yeah. a day. 
And, uh, you know, even though it might be in these little weird pockets, 30 seconds at a time all day long that it adds up, it's still, um, you know, I, I almost vomited not too long ago. And I was like, wow, I'm spending like 24 hours a week on Facebook. You know, I had reached a point where I was having some boredom and I'm looking and I'm scrolling I'm like, but I would gamble that 20 of those hours are completely unproductive completely unproductive. And so then it's, it's a recalibrating that and going, okay, like I would be better off jumping on a phone call with somebody because I know in my coaching. So I have to look at coaching versus if I was doing video is that it's better for me to be on phone on Voxer, on a zoom, on an interview, somehow in conversation with somebody. And really, I mean, in video, it was the same thing. I mean, I needed to be reaching out to people. I mean, that's from my wife now, to the biggest jobs I had in business, they have come from me being proactive. Um, I mean, there's been a handful of things. I mean, I, people may misconstrue this from sometimes in my story. The Richard Branson one, that whole thing that happened, they did, they did reach out to me, but it did come from another proactive opportunity. So there was a thing called Underground Online Seminar, and I reached out to those people and filmed for them for free. And they, um, the people that ran that event did an event on Necker Island. And so they happened to ask those people if they had a video person. And it just so happened to be that that timing, I had been the video guy they just used and they really liked me. So they said, yeah, talk to this guy. Um, but then I went there four years in a row and, you know, just so I'm not really driven by money and the opportunity was great, but like, I could have still been, they still do Necker cup. And I, I got a thousand dollars the fourth year I went and I was just getting tired of it. It was just not the people were not people that I was jiving with overall. And it was a lot of work. It was not just sitting on the beach, hanging out, yeah. filming, you know, but, you, um, you didn't like it, but, uh, but, but what I was to say there is like the majority of the opportunities I was proactive. I reached out to Tim Ferriss. I reached out to Tony Robbins, reached out to my wife, reached out to Lewis Howes. Like I reached out to all these different people. Um, but I reached out when my skills matched. You know, I, I think a lot of times we won't reach out if you don't believe you have anything to give. You know, if right now your skills aren't at a certain level, you may be more hesitant to make those reach outs because you're, you don't necessarily believe in the, in the, and what you can provide right now. And so you just got to get those reps in. Yep. So, and then, and then it's only a matter of time. And it's like, so right now, can you experiment? Well, one of the hardest things could be to shoot as a child. Like, can you experiment with making some things at home? I and mean, maybe you are, you know, but like having those things where you do as much with what you yeah. have. You yeah. Know? I've been playing with that. You know, and I, I think that I have a, my buddy, Mark, I don't know if you would know him, but we had done something a long time ago together before there was full-time filmmaker and, you know, one of the things he would always, uh, you know, challenge people to is like, you know, how many different ways and how many different things can you do in something that's boring? You know, how do you take the, the boring and make it, you know, how do you take the mundane and make it a miracle? You know, how do you take the, the, the boring and do something amazing with it? Because I think that that's where you're confined right now in your own situation. So what can you create with those confinements? You know, how can you get creative to challenge yourself with what technology that you have, what gear you have and what circumstances and situations you have, or it's Christmas time right now and things outside. Like, so don't, don't take your limitations 
and then just go, well, I, you know, what do I do? It's like, but rather exactly what do you do with the limitations? And, and I, I find that that is what can really make or break people because you're looking, you know, I think that at times it's, it, yes, it can be easier when people are shooting the most fanciest things around, you know, but I, I find that the cameras, the technology and a lot of things, anybody can do that. But when you're faced with more limited, uh, things to shoot and environment and, 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 and people and, and gear, then that's where you can really, you know, get creative. So, um, and then just continue to push yourself and, and find opportunities to, to, to experiment and, uh, you'll grow and then you'll have more courage. Then you'll start reaching out to people. It's just the intensity that you, you, you feel like you can do it because that'll speed it with this, this whole pro- process up with you will speed up however much time you're willing to put in. So good awesome. stuff, brother. Yeah, totally. I'm, ex- I'm excited for you, man. I mean, just, yeah, we'll it, just takes, it just takes time, man. It just takes yeah. time. I mean, the amount of time we can put in is the speed at which it'll happen. So yeah, agreed. All right, brother. Thank you, Michael. All right. You're welcome, buddy. I'll let you go for now. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. Fernando's saying he was actually a crazy creator even before he hit the wall. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I think that's the interesting thing, right? Like we see somebody like that doing, doing that, or we see the musician. I bring up, I brought up the Jonas brothers earlier. It's like, but we, we're not comparing apples to apples, you know, at times it's like somebody, again, I brought this up, I think last week, somebody's putting in, you know, 14 hours a day and you know we're putting in 14 hours a day thinking you know dreaming um but you know when we're looking at somebody who maybe doesn't have kids doesn't have a family and is is just in it non-stop like i'm like a you know wild person um you know, we, we can't be disappointed with the results we're getting when we're not putting in the kind of result, you know, when we're not putting in the kind of, um, intensity that someone else is putting in or can put in, or is willing to put in. Um, and you've got to accept, you know, what results you're getting based on what you are willing or not willing to put in. Um, so see what else is here. Good stuff though. I'm doing what I love, not making money yet, but I don't need it. So I'm going to keep doing what I love. I'm building the field. They will come question mark. Yeah. You know, um, be careful to what degree, you know, I think a lot of people when they say they don't need money, they don't really want money. Uh, there's a reason why you don't get it either. Uh, I, I think that every once in a while people come along and they're like happy to pay you. And they're just here. I got to pay you. I want to pay you for this. Uh, but at some point in time, if you're going to get paid for it, you, you have to have the courage to speak up for the money. <coughs> and the more you see money through a lens of like, I don't really need it, you know, and, and, and stuff. And, then your, your, your actions are very different 
you know, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, being needy as well. Um, but simultaneously, like when you truly don't need something, you just show up and you act very differently, um, than when you, when you do, um, how to deal with clients in a more empathetic way when you want to want them to want, when you want them to do it your way. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that what's interesting, how do you show up in an empathetic way when you want clients? Look, I think that there's, you know, my, my way decision is not a, uh, non-collaborative to my way or the highway, keep your mouth, you know, I don't want to, I only do it my way and that's it. It's like, no, I, and I think that, you know, it is all nuanced. I think that there really is a nuance in every industry, every client, every type of project. You know, I don't think everything is an automatic, just one size fits all uh, approach to, um, to everything. You know, I think that there's nuances to, to everything. I think I can go a little longer on an hour. I didn't know how long I would go today. Uh, any other questions or thoughts? What platform would be best to host a general group as a smaller niche paid group of people that might need not be Facebook due to wavering and security reliability going crazy as a, yeah, I don't know, man. Sorry about that. I don't, I don't know what, uh, Yeah. All right. Let's do it, Fernando. Let's jam. There he is. Hey. <laughs> I got a little energy. Sorry, left. Sorry left. about I lost that. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah What's up, buddy? Yes, yes, yes. Nah, just coming. I was on the street. That's what I was listening. I was oh. coming home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just. Uh. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So can you hear me? Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. What I was trying to, to ask before is I think, uh, my main question is I'm happy with, you know, working with clients in, in, in my way, in the chef, master yep. chef versus, uh, uh, versus take over their way. Yeah. But also what used to happen is that as you say, anything, not everything is black and white. So not everything, people can agree with you to, to do it in, in your own way, but not, but not um, always is delivered in your own, in my own way, because there's a lot of things that I didn't have control Mm-hmm. And that at the same time, uh, let's say the lose the sauce and 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 delay how I said that's what I said that is it is not working in the way that somebody just put in the comments on it's great customer service, so it's just like A and B. It's not A and B in a lot of industries. In a lot of industries, you cannot you cannot reinvent the industry. If you are a videographer or or if you are a producer and you are making a track or a single, it's not A and B. uh, Well, and see, that's the thing too, man. Like, look, you know, you're in in an industry sometimes where it's, it's very, you know, I think I take that, you know, for granted too at times. Like, look, you know, movies, music, there's certain types of projects where they are very collaborative. You're not the sole person. You know, like when I did my videos for events, I was the sole person that was being hired on my part mm-hmm. to do my thing. And then they may have photographers and other people involved in that project to pull it together. But I had my part. I did my part. When I did weddings, it was me. I did my part mm-hmm. and my thing. Um, but you know, when you're dealing on certain projects where in and of itself, like you said, there's a producer and there's a, this person and that Mm -hmm. person, you all have to coexist. Then that's where I think that you can still bring vision and things to the table and, and, and Mm -hmm. be, and come and be a more respected person versus just kind of keep your mouth shut type of person. But Mm -hmm. there, you know, you're, you're talking about empathy. You keep bringing up, um, I think that that's, that's having an ability to collaborate in a way where your feelings aren't hurt because you, they, you, they're not doing it your way, right? Like that mm-hmm. aspect where when you have your opinions and then other people have their opinions and there's conflict between those opinions, mm-hmm. then you know how do you rectify that so everybody wins versus you just piss people off or you're super upset? Yeah, I think I think the the main thing also is uh, I, I was I was talking with another friend that is also a producer and has you know with big artists and all this thing and we also having this conversation on when you are working with big clients even if it's not um, even if your payment is no month to month or maybe you are not gonna see any money until six months but you need to keep working and keep building that that part um there is a way where you still need to earn your position 
And as you are the new guy, is you still need to earn that position, even if they want what you want. But there is still like the old way that is coming in. So I think you're your way. But but the point is you cannot show up exactly like okay, this is black and this is what you are doing. Because you still need them to collaborate to kind of give your, your vision. Because my main problem is. Uh, if it's something that is, I can handle it, I don't even wait for their vision. Or I don't even wait for them to get back because I know that this is going to take another week, one or three, four days just to say, oh, yeah, I like B. So straight, I just say, okay, A, B, C, D, which one you want. So then it's like I can jump from there straight up because I already, in this time that they are choosing, I can already build A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. But my main problem is, and this is only in, in, in this case, what I was talking, there's only one client. Yeah. So it's, that it's only one person. But what happened now is that I have that person hired another two people. So then is when right now it's coming my, my because supposed to, they're supposed to hire two people to control the chaos that this person is not able to handle. Right, that's why you hire another two people. They're like, okay, hire these people. But right now is you are dealing with three people that you don't know if it's gonna be like the best of the options because every three people just think into three different ways. Yeah. So that that that's that's my main my main thing right now because in a way where speed is important. Uh, having more people in the equation is not going to be uh, making the project delivering faster. And second of all, is losing is losing the sauce. Yeah. That, because I work as as you as you used to work on yeah. deliver quick turnarounds, getting the stuff. And and imagine right now. So could you not every time up? that you need to deliver this thing, you need to wait another two weeks. Yeah. And another two weeks. And now maybe you can put this in. Another so two so weeks, something I would ask you, know? you I, I think that's always an interesting thing is, is like. And I want, to, I, I want to learn how to articulate that and response in a yeah, better way. Yeah, but do you like that? What, you know, what is I, your ideal um, type of thing? Because I think, hold on one second. Uh Sorry. Um, Bless you. <laughs> thanks. Um, is that, you know, sometimes there's industries and things where they come with things and it's like, you've got to ask yourself, is this what you want to do? Like, is this, is this, this type of client or is it the industry with th- that type of thing is consistent? Because then it's a matter of like, you know, you said earlier, you, c- you can't change something. So it's like, are yeah. you in an environment, in an industry that invariably there are certain things that uh, this is just how it is? And then you've got to learn to navigate with inside of that, um, you know, because I think that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I believe, I believe that that's that's the way I don't know 100 percent yet, you know, but I believe that it's a high percentage of, on that type of work, on that type of way. So even if I want to, 
I also need to learn how to how to that thing don't drain my energy because basically this is what is going on during the rest of the year most of the time where I was creating and I was putting stuff on other people and all the things, but I didn't, I didn't have energy to focus on my own stuff. And after that, the other people even didn't, you know, they put in the content, but they put in the content in wrong times and things like that. So it's like, you feel like you are not even taking advantage for your content and they are not even, and you are not even taking advantage for them either. So it's like something needs to change that, on that way so that's what i say that in, in a in a gary b way of everything is my fault is okay i need to learn how to uh how to navigate that type of uh i don't know <laughs> you know patient is patient is not my it's not my blessing <laughs> yeah well i mean i i think that's where like i'm saying is just like yeah Cause what's the dream? I mean, I don't think I've asked you this in a while, but like there's pay the bills. We've got that. That's what, uh, you know, we were just talking about with Luigi. Um, you know, there's this aspect, everybody's got to pay their bills. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't even matter if you're freaking, you know, whoever you are, Elon, Elon Musk has bills, right? Like, you know, even, even Elon Musk though, decided supposedly that he got a, basically you know cracker sized shell to live in that costs like fifty thousand bucks he went minimal i mean mm-hmm. that's something that i also see a lot with people i'm not saying that with you but it's like so okay everybody's got their bills so in mm-hmm. a dream scenario you know working on stuff for self versus working on these things that are paying bills but are i gotta learn this and this is a problematic thing and these people and i gotta put up with this bs and and all that like What's the idealistic for you that's that's remove money for just in a second, but what would you be doing? Uh, probably what I'm doing, but in a bigger scale. So what does that mean? So that means is that working with artists and working with entertainers and creators. So right now you're I not have... working with the people that you want to work with. No yet. Yeah. I'm starting to work with the people that I want to. Yeah. But I know I know. I'm not connecting with those other people yet. Yeah. So what what is stopping you from going for the bigger people? Like going after them? I'd, no, no. I, I'm not saying that I'm not going after. Yeah. I'm saying that I, I didn't connect with the right with the right people yet. Yeah. Okay. I get every, everything is a journey. You so know, you're, you're, for, you're doing the things that you want to do. Say. But so I mean, these... I mean, but what we're talking right now about this client is basically I I I taking all these things because I want to reach to the other bigger goals. If not, I wouldn't I wouldn't stop. I would stop these things so early. Right, but when you said a minute you ago, know? but I don't have time mm-hmm. for my own thing. What is that? No, no, no. That, that's what what I'm saying is that as a creative, uh, I need to create my own stuff. I need my own creative uh freedom too yeah so when when i didn't have my credit when i didn't have my time to create as i said before um i couldn't practice to get better on the, uh, to the to the next step and that doesn't mean that i, don't, I didn't have time that means that 
my energy was drained for all these other projects. Yeah. You know, also happened on the COVID thing and all this stuff, you know, because, you know, I'm a work happily hard type of person. So what I was doing before is that every two or three months, I just skate for two or three days and get back like new. Yeah. You know, but obviously this is not happening right now. But yeah, what I was saying is, it's, it's not it's not different from what I'm doing right now. Yeah. The only thing is 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 the resources that because I know I know the people that work with those people, you know. So it's a it's it's a matter of, of time. Uh, yeah, but when they uh, work with those people, what, going, what, right. what things do you hear when those people are working with those people? Are those creatives? Like I think that's the thing that's fascinating. Sometimes it's like, do the people the Will Smith guy, these people, are they like, mm. oh my God, hell yes, this is the greatest thing. Or they're like, God, dude, I want to jump off a cliff. You know what I mean? Are they having a blast? Where, where are you mm. finding these people sit? Are they complaining? Cause I mean, sometimes it's like, I feel like mm. you've told me about some of these other people, but it seems like this, the mm. stories and the conversation sometimes aren't of like, hell yeah, man, this is the greatest thing on earth. Instead, you're sometimes like, they haven't got paid in six months and they haven't gotten this and they haven't gotten that, you know, and it's like, hmm. so does it get better? You know, and is it a matter of, uh, is it a matter of learning and adaptation or is it simply a matter of you're just jumping up a ladder that just is more and more like that the, 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 the fame and the people and the certain things, hmm. there's a notoriety to it. That's incredible. But is the, no, I, I... go ahead. Yeah, I, be, I believe the point is the more that you build your name around those people, you create more demand. So, so then you have more value and at the same time, more people take you more precious on it. Yeah. They'll but nobody can take, yeah, but nobody can uh, get you appreciated if nobody knows you. Yeah. So, you, you know, this guy, for example, that worked with Will Smith before working with Will Smith probably didn't people really didn't know so much about them. But after working with Will Smith, he's the Will Smith guy. Yeah, but so there's a, there's a beautiful point there, right? It's from what you mm. just described, like your, you said the journey, I, I had nothing before Tim Ferriss. And mm. then the only thing before Tony Robbins was Tim Ferriss, right? So that's where I'm saying like you, through the, the guy I met, year and a half two years ago almost now or whatnot like before covid hit you had this like i had this persona of you and i think you've already mm. achieved it like there's you're you're going through a journey but can you not bypass some of that by simply just going kill shot wise for some some bigger names or bigger people you said the will smith maybe nobody knew he was and he wasn't so, yeah but then he went to will smith so then what is stopping mm. you from just going for you have the talent you have the drive you have the i can mm. look you in the eyes and go i'll work harder than anybody you know to make you like i will i will work harder faster and more efficient than anybody that you've worked with right i've got a vision for what we pull together you have that attitude mm. you have that mindset so what's stopping you mm. from because at some point in time i feel like fernando you're just going to make the choice anyways because the fact of people that are just going to pick you, I think that'll happen, but I don't, I, I, what I'm just selling that Luigi, I don't think that's any different for you to be proactive, like to really go for like, jump up a couple notches if you want to, you know what I mean? Like, and, and have that kind of boldness. There's nothing, unless you still feel like you aren't ready, 
Um, and you still need to, to play around on certain things and kind of go through some journey until then you feel like you're at a different stage that now you can reach out to a Will Smith, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think that you, no, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that that right now is, is, is at that point right now is connecting the right dots, you know, because before is that you can spell out, okay, I need that level of experience. So I need that level of, of this, or, but, but when you reach to that type of people is, you know, it's not about the, the, the skill because they suppose they understand that you have to have the skill. If you, if you are reaching out. Sure. So it's about it's about what exactly is your vision. What is different, right? What what is your your different? And you still about feel like you're practicing. Like, you're you're learning that, practicing that right now with the people. You're no, I mean, I mean, the point is how. Um, the point is how you reach with the people that you need to talk about the vision. What I what I'm. What I'm experiencing lately is uh, reaching out with the wrong people. Not the wrong people in the sense that they are wrong, but in the not right person to talk about the things that you want to talk. Yeah. You know, it's that like you are talking with the human resources. So you are talking with this, but you don't need to talk with that person. You need to talk with the creative director. Yeah, that's all the, that's all the learning experience right now. I mean, so that, yeah. So, that, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Brian is, with these other clients, it's like I'm straight talking with with the you know I'm straight talking with the director. So it's like it's not like uh like I'm talking with the system or something like that. But still, uh, it, it still you need to hack that part to reach to those people. That's the that's the only thing at the moment on on that part because the other thing that you need to have, and I guess at least in my in the experience that I have for the person that I know is uh, you bring that thing that at that moment, somebody I say, click, you know, and it's like, I could, in that, that moment at that time, uh, and that person that said the right word, you know, and, and obviously it's cool or all that, but you cannot predict that. The only thing that you can do, <laughs> The only thing that you can do is 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 learning on, on, on uh, I don't know how, on how to reach to the people, no? you know, like yeah. how how connect. Okay, with the what is the person that I need? Well, to, I would also to connect to, though. Yeah, I think some of the people to connect but, but, to. But I believe, but I believe also that is another way that is creating the demand. That's what I said before about if I don't have time to create. I cannot create my own stuff because, and I cannot create my demand on, okay, this is exactly what I want, right? Or this is exactly what was my idea. And I don't have uh, nobody washing my idea around. That sometimes happens when you are working with all these people between yeah. revisions and the whole thing. Yeah, that's why you, you know, uh, it, you know, this guy, for example, for Will Smith, this guy creates something for Will Smith in their own YouTube channel, and people start to like that and go kind of worry about it. It's like, okay, I like that. Yeah. But it didn't work. Didn't, it wasn't a client work. You know what I mean? It's just, so that's what I say that 
kind of balance on that on that aspect, but also I need to learn how to work with, uh, how to navigate that that way to work with people. I believe that that's that's probably the best way to put it on. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you know I know got, the best articulated stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I just you've got you've got some, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, you're getting in where you're messing with. There's too many chefs in the in the kitchen. I mean, basically, and so mm-hmm. you're dealing with where you've got all these different people and moving parts, and and uh, and sometimes, man, there there isn't a lot you're going to be able to do there. You're just going to have to keep. Yeah. You're going to have to sit on your hands, stare at the wall. But that's not what I would do. I would keep moving. I mean, you just and 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 then you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things though, like those types of projects, if you keep doing those kinds of things lead to those types of things, like that stuff drives you crazy. It's, this isn't the first time this has happened in, in a series of months that we've been talking. Um, and so it's like, you just got to ask yourself, uh, is, is there, is there an out of this or is this all that keeps happening regardless of who you work with? Right. And so is it worth it? You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's like, you got to find no, obviously yeah. not everything, but like, it's mm. not the first. That's why I was asking you earlier with the, the problem mm. thing. It's like, there's a trend. If you're having too much, this something's going mm. on. You, you, you have to break that habit because you're ending up in scenarios with the same challenge over and over again. That's not enjoyable. Like it's not mm. fun. It's like, Hey, I got to wait two weeks for revision. Like the types of clients, the types of people that you're working with, are people that are slow moving. They they're not. Yeah, I think finishing. that you say it before, like a line. They are not a line. Yeah, they're uh, not. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. And then that's and then that's that's just that. Even if you're doing nothing at times, the sheer act of your intensity having to be stifled is what's draining your energy because you're fired up and excited about it. And then they just mm. put a big halt on it. And then you got to sit around mm. in this like weird limbo phase of like what do I do here now? I got to wait. I don't know. When am I going to get this done? Like I'm ready to move on. And then you're afraid probably to move on. Cause if you move on, then all of a sudden, then they're ready for you. And now you're like, well, I'm doing something else now. And like, so you just oh. in this weird loop and it's, it's, it's slowing you down, man. I mean, that's where it's like, you got to be able to get the, 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 I hate not in this full easy way, but like, path of least resistance clients like you know it, it'd be easier I, I i don't know like there's just there's something there i'm gonna I, I have to chew on it a little bit more i think but like i mean is, is that is is that or another thing that a friend told me too that is like if you were busy as a motherfucker it's like you probably the time that you need to uh, wait a couple of days for that probably will be a week and then you just need to jump into the revision, but in your mind it looks like a day, but well, ten days. Yeah, well, you that's, have already that's, other four clients. I, I think that's the, the weekend, thing that I was saying right? to you before, right? That's the Ferrari thing I always bring up. Like, yeah. you need to increase. <laughs> you need to have a. I don't give an, a, 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 a. I don't give a shit. The mentality, <laughs> the Goggins, and you need to freaking just start cranking more out because then you will care less. If for some reason as well, you pissed somebody mm. off, not that you're trying to piss them off, not that you're trying to upset them, not that you're trying to not serve them, 
But if something in the mix of one of these people that you're frustrated with or slow moving or whatever, you know, because you're so busy, you got busy with something else. And then four weeks later, they come around. I mean, I'm sure you'd figure it out and get it done. But if you couldn't, it mm. wouldn't it wouldn't bother you. It wouldn't matter to you because you're so mm. busy. But because you, you're you're kind of playing in a lack mentality a little bit, lack mentality mm. is I've got one person I got to hold on to him with everything I got because I don't know where the next person's mm. coming from. But if you got abundance mentality, then you're just continuing to reach out, do things, and and keep moving, mm. and knowing that there are an endless, endless amount of people that Fernando could work with, endless, and that never is one person. The probability that you are, are going to ruin your career on one per like there's no ruining there, that's not going to happen i mean i've even had things i remember where tony robbins and people were saying that like people hate tony robbins people hate richard branson people hate mother Teresa. like there's people who hate everybody like does somebody hate somebody they're always there's nobody that likes everybody but that doesn't mm. hurt them from them succeeding on big levels i mean since i've been doing stuff you know since we did stuff with tony back in the day he's had multiple allegations and, and different things made at him and news and people just trying to take him down. They just don't like him. And yet he's, mm. he's persevered it, it, in the big picture. Hasn't hurt his business. You know what I mean? And so I think that you have an ability to increase the volume of the, of the reach out and the frequency. I think you have the capacity is inside of you. I mean, I think you're ready to take 22, 2022 yeah. by storm. And I think that, uh, yeah, man, go look up some stuff on YouTube. You'll see devil <laughs> horns of Mother well, Teresa. Like, I just, it's it's sad. But the bottom, bottom line is, what I'm just trying to say is, is like, go with that abundance mindset. Increase the frequency of your reach outs right now. And, and, and because at times, I mean, that's the thing anyways. I mean, you got to realize, like, for every Tim Ferriss email I sent out, I can't even tell you how many other emails and people I sent things to that, you know, either I've never gotten responses or it took me two years to get through to. So it's just oh, like, yeah. I would just, I would just increase that frequency, man. I, I think I wouldn't be putting as much eggs in, you know, one basket and sitting around waiting for them to, cause that's just, you've brought it up a few times. I mean, it's just, it's draining you. These these people that you're doing stuff for, and then you're sitting around waiting for them to get revisions, and in the meantime, it seems like you're not doing a lot. It just seems like it's a weird limbo, and you just need to increase the the work. And so, what your buddy's saying, I I don't disagree. I I think it's it's an abundance versus lack mentality. Lack mentality is there's not a lot. It's scarce, even though you know that to be untrue. I know that, but you still the approach is of that energy. That energy is, is more of a lack when you have just the one and let me only take care of it. I mean, I've done that, right? Like I think that there's a guy named Rich Litvin and uh, he talks about uh, blue and red on his calendar. And my buddy does this really well. I, I think it's, it's more intentional now than it used to be. And he didn't do it as much in the very beginning, but what it is, is, is simply, he doesn't do the blue and red thing, but this is what he is doing. And it's simply, uh, red is booked clients and blue is not booked clients. And this guy's in the coaching world doing this, but he goes, you know, as a coach, he wants to have blue and red every week on the calendar and, and red is booked clients and blue is not booked clients because what too many people do is it's all blue. 
meaning no booked clients. Then once they get really busy, it becomes all booked clients. And then what happens is, is all you're doing is busy, busy, busy with paid people. And then it's all good until it's not. And then all of a sudden you're scrambling to get, get paid work. But people who, who do this consciously or unconsciously, but do it in general, tend to always have clients because like my buddy Ryan, he's always got paid clients. But typically while he's working on paid clients, he's always working on some kind of free project or pro bono project or mm. something that's planting seeds. And what seems to happen is, is because not all those seeds that are planted are always popping instantaneously. They might pop mm. six months, a year, two years later. So it's like, you know, you're an intense guy that is different than a lot of people I deal with at times. And I think that that's something that you have the ability to do is, is really, you know, uh, increase that frequency at which you're doing stuff for some paid people, but where you're just doing the stuff and finding that ability. I know you don't need a lot. And so it's just being able to increase that, that frequency of the stuff that you do, because you need to be more in flow. And I think you're getting too many projects that are out of flow. Like the, 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 yeah. the you're, you're, you're doing yeah. stuff and they're throwing you out of the loop, throwing you out of the loop. And, and every time that's happening, it's, it's just, it's not helpful for you because you're a guy who wants to have vision, shoot, edit, show, shoot, edit, show, shoot, edit, show, but you're having shoot, edit, show, sit in limbo, you know? And uh, yeah, man, I would really yeah, yeah. increase that frequency and, and, and worry less about any, one person. Cause even when I did like, you know, you heard me talk about the Sam cart thing, you know, every time I get in those kind of scenarios, I'm bad about that though, sometimes. And that's the last time this happened. I'm like, I can't do that anymore. I can't do any more like get complacent. Cause that's what that is. There's a difference between content. I'm content. Yes. But I'm also being complacent. Mm. I'm just kind of like, you know, oh, this is good. And then I rest on my laurels and don't do anything else. That's what a lot of people, right? The Luigi, there's that aspect. that's like, I got the job. I got the kid. I got the family. I'm paying the bills. But then there's this, you know, complacency. I'm not quite sure if it's possible. I don't know what I get to do. And, you know, do I do this? And, and like, you, 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 you got to get outside that comfort zone and, and be able to, and you have mm -hmm. that man inside you. I, I just think that that's, that's that next thing. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on a, Oh, every time that I get comfortable like, is is just bad. Yeah. <laughs> because myself is just like sabotage myself on no, 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 you're getting too comfortable. You need to <laughs> Yeah. So I mean I just think you know? that these these scenarios, they're they popped up a few times, and I just think that you really um you don't let them sit in limbo while you're doing that. Do, do other things. And if they come, it is what it is. I know it's frustrating, but like you said, if your buddy is like, if you had a ton of projects, you wouldn't be sitting here worried for a week waiting for these people to get you the thing. Like you just be working yeah. on the other thing. And then when it comes along, you do it. Um, but I think that that's, that's a big thing. Um, I, 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 my, my brain power on this one, I'm, I'm, I'm losing some steam today. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing some steam. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, I think that you've, you've, you've got the talent, you've got the drive. And I think that right now you just, it sounds like just increase that connections with other people, keep planting those seeds and don't let these people who are moving slower, slow you down. 
I, yeah, I think I think that's 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 the biggest point on on. Because I think on on some of these right now, have, man, there's nothing that you can change really. Some of these people yeah, just aren't. Yeah, they're exactly. not going to do. They're not going to operate any different. And just because you want to master chef it and all those other kind of things, mm. they're not going to do anything different. You're just going to waste your breath. Some clients can, and you can manipulate it, yeah. not manipulate it, but work on it differently. But like some of these people, it's just better you do your thing, and you know, and then just let. Yeah, it I think I think the is. main the main thing is, uh, you feel like you are down downgrading your standards, right? Because you cannot operate and 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 deliver at the same speed and standards that you have. And, and because you are in that loop, you feel bad because they cannot get back to you. So you cannot deliver on the same thing. And as you are a man of your world, a woman of your world, it's like, no, man, I don't do things like that. <laughs> this is like, this is the occasion, but it's like, I don't do things that way, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, had, I mean, I had some projects here and there, man. I mean, I had a guy that when we did yeah. met him in an event, well, ironically, it was Paul Xavier. <laughs> I met him at an event and the event we filmed, I sent him the promo of that and he responded to me within three minutes. Like, I mean, I sent him a text mess or messenger and he's like, I love it. We can't because he had already asked me at the event before I even saw what I did if I would film for his event back in 2016. And I was like, awesome. And then uh, when we filmed his event, and I sent him the, the video. Uh, it was a week. And I hadn't heard anything. I'm like, God, when we sent you the other guy's promo, you, you responded to me in like 30 seconds after I sent it to you. Uh, and then I send you your video. And it was like a week. And then, I mean, there was no changes. But like, hmm. you know, I, I, I just had people have that kind of thing at times. And I get that there's a limbo in the mind of like, you want people to respond and get back to you. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. But you need to, you need to understand that people also has a lot of things on, on their own plate too. Yeah. But that's why you have to, you know, I, which I brought about the Casey Neistat thing. Huh. It's why to what degree do people like you, this is where people like me, I don't do well. I mean, it depends on client work on what kind of creative you are, but like when you're a creative like you, it's why you, you don't do great always with clients. Not saying you don't at all because you have, but it really does take the, the proper kind of alignment because that's why a lot of people like yourself do do better creating for themselves like a Casey Neistat mm -hmm. than they do creating for other people because other people never live up to their standards, like very rarely, like they can, mm. but it takes the right kind of person because you have a certain type of intensity and vision and speed and intent, you know, uh, all, all those things. And so like when people don't li live up to it, you're disappointed. People don't live up to it. You're disappointed. And, you know, mm. and so it, it, it's like, and, and, and so it's just one of those things you've got to play around with sometimes because it's going to take special type, types of people for you to work with, mm. for you to be able to collaborate in a way that it's a win-win versus you just being frustrated and, and, and then being drained. Yeah. And, and I think that, and, and that's where for me, right? Like the Sam Cart kind of deals, they're nice from a financial level, 
you know, because all the team, all the people, all the, the marketing, all the things are in place for me to show up and do my thing, but I don't fit well inside of other people's organizations. Not just Sam Carp, but Paul said the same thing, like, because I operate a certain way. I can't lie. I don't want to say certain things uh, just because mm. I'm within somebody else's organization. So you can see where even with me, I have recognized that I have to, like, I still have clients, people like yourself, whatever, are, are clients to some degree, right? The people that I coach, mm -hmm. they're clients, but that that relationship with an individual and what I do and how I help them is different than when I help them under the guise of someone else's organization, because like no. they expect me, you know, what happened with, with say Sam Carter, Paul is two things. There's, there's the reason why Sam Carter, Paul would love me. And then there's the reason why they would dis love me or not like me. And it's because mm -hmm. the clients that they sold who are a right fit, then they might stay, they might renew, they might excel, they may do really well, right? And so they're like, hey, thanks, Gebs. Man, you took a guy who wasn't do doing much and, and you got him to take action and he loves the program and he's blah, 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 right? But then you do on the flip side and you've got the people who should have never bought these things. And I basically yeah. say that yeah. you should have yeah. never bought this. So then now the same person who's like, the owner of that company was like, thank you. They're like, F you, because I'm not going to just convince every single person with a pulse that they made it the best decision of their life because they didn't all make the best decision of their life. Some made bad decisions. They shouldn't have bought the mm. thing. Right. And so that's why I don't fit good in those because they want a person who's just going to kiss ass no matter what. And I won't do that. Right. So when mm. you're got all these visions of how a thing could be shot, <laughs> you are just describing myself, man. Like, <laughs> what's that? Like, I, I said that you are just describing myself because that's what I, I, I feel that I didn't fit or, or, or work well with most of people. At least that, ironically, they work in the same way. Yeah, but that's you know, but that's I, 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 think, I think I think probably is the problem with the organization or the corporation is but see that's why I is working you us, have right. to recognize who you are, which then means you have to create an environment that allows a who you are to thrive. That's why that's you, that's cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. why I've had to be, even when I was in video production, in the environments I was in, because I didn't collaborate well with other people in that well. It, you know, yes, yeah. I can deal with people. I am friendly person, but like I wouldn't yeah. be able to put up with what you're doing. That's annoying to me. Like it just is. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. that's what you have to look at. That's why you have to, and in, 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 in more we are the way we are, it may take extra finessing to create a, a life and business that allows us to be us, but that's, you know, that's where, you know, I don't think that there's that's no average, yeah. you know, and so I, you know, that's the thing, man. And so I, I, I think that that's what you really have to look at. And that's where I've had to recognize, yes, in the short term, some of those little things can be okay, but the likelihood that any of them work out very long term is probably low because it's mm. going to take some perfection for that to happen. And that doesn't exist. It more exists in me being able to create it for myself than it does for me to fit in somebody else's box. 
And so, um, you know, that's the thing, man. And, and I, I think that that's why, you know, the world that I attract is people who don't fit in boxes. Mm. They don't fit yeah, inside I mean, of other, other things very well. Um, yeah, that, that, that's what I said when you asked me about where, where if the money wasn't, uh, you know, a problem or whatever, what I was supposed to look. And it's like, it's supposed to look the same because I'm, I'm, I'm designing, I'm designing that space. Now, how many versions I need for that? I don't know. That is, is, is design 1.0, design 2.0. Yeah. I believe, I, I believe that this after this year, I'm, it's, it's the first time that I, two times in a year, right now, probably in a week, I'm going to say, okay, I need to disconnect from everything. And yeah. it's the first time in five years that happens something like that. Uh, but at the same time, I believe that that happens because a big change has to happen too. Yeah. But probably the main thing is that I don't know what direction or how exactly will be the idea of, of what, you know, how that thing could be designed of, but definitely has to be something uh, on the way. Yeah, just you know, I, 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 I'm not gonna give up on, on this stuff. Just I, I try to find like. No, okay, I know you're me, not giving up. Let me find, like, okay, let me find out when when I get frustrated or bored or all these things with with the scene is how can I? It's it's a like Michael Jordan, right? With the Michael Jordan in, in in the last dance series, in the doc series, what said I get bored of the NBA, so I create my own enemies. They don't do me anything, but I need my enemies to kind of compete at the level that I want to compete because I get bored. Yeah. And it's kind of like suicide, but <laughs> it's not the best advice, but everybody's got their own way, like man. <laughs> everybody's got their own way. So yeah, man. Yeah. Well, cool, buddy. Well, yeah, take take it yeah. easy. I, I think I gotta I think I pushed my limit you here today. Go. So no all right, life. man. Appreciate you, Fernando. You. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right, everybody. The out of the boxers. Absolutely. You know, I think that's the that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, but that when you're as Tashina, I love back to creating your own path, hacking a new path in the forest can take time. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, but you got to recognize when you're getting something you don't like, what is it about it that you don't like? And how do you make sure you don't get it again? And then again, and then again, and then again, right? If you're getting it again and again and again, you got to look at something because you're doing something wrong, especially if you don't like something. What's going on there? What can you learn from it? Um, you know, and, and I think that that's where when I got... You experience enough, you should know what you like and know what you don't like, and then start to be able to go after the types of clients and projects and opportunities, you know, by being proactive in the beginning. You know, right now, Luigi, if he's still on here, he's not going to know exactly what he wants. He knows he wants something. There's something clear there a little bit. So you try to get that and you do something like that. And then oh, I like that a little bit, but I don't like this. Right. And then you start molding. And you start finessing. And uh, oh, cool, buddy. Um, 
and it is taking time off. Um, he said that at the very end, right? Sometimes you need that space to be able to sit back and actually see what's going on and to really be able to observe. Uh, but, you know, all about experimentation, recognizing what you like, recognizing what you don't like, doing your best to eliminate that, that which you don't like and do more of what you do like until you can create something where the majority of what you get to do is something that you enjoy. Um, and that may last for a month. It may last for a decade. Um, so anyways, all right. Awesome, everybody. Appreciate you all today. Uh, somehow I still made it two hours. Uh, yeah, it felt good. I, I love doing what I get to do. And uh, I haven't done almost any of it for a week um, outside of this call. So uh, wanted to get on here today. Pulled it off. Somehow super sharp. Wasn't it my, wasn't it my total a game, but, uh, anyways, hope you got value out of that today. I'm grateful for you all for showing up here. I truly appreciate you all so much. I'm excited for, uh, for 2022. Uh, it's going to be a great year and, uh, please keep in touch Luigi. Please keep in touch. All of you are on here. I hope to see you again on future calls here. Um, I appreciate y'all so much. So I will go get some more rest and uh, get ready for, uh, just get ready. <laughs> so thank you all. Keep rocking, keep rolling. We'll talk soon. Take care.